you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up Podcast. It's your boy, K. Dizzle, D.C. And right underneath me is the man, the myth, the legend, have streams. What up, have a love? What up, K. Dizzle, D.C.? Good to see you, my boy. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. After that thrashing we got super early in sports, I, I mean, there's nothing else to be said about it. But look. We got a lot. We got a lot of little stuff to talk about. I know you just. I just put you on game, so you got a lot to say about some of the things that we're gonna pull in today. But how was your week, my man? Oh man, it was a nice week. You know, we getting closer to the holiday each and every week. So, um, had some fun times with the baby. Went and saw some Christmas lights. Spent some time with the family, man. Uh, got some buzzing on the audio, but. Uh, nah, man, had a, had a good, had a nice family week, man. Like I said, we're looking forward to the holiday. Uh, my family's going to come up and visit tomorrow and help, uh, decorate. Just get the Christmas vibe going. Yeah. That's what it's all about, bro. Hey, look, got the tree out, got the lights out. We ready. We still got a little more Christmas shopping. Shout out to everybody who came in early. Shout out to those. (laughs) Y'all had some tall Christmas trees. Like, we ready. (laughs) Oh, y'all. Hey, look. Uh, happy birthday, uh, McKenna. It's 14. Happy birthday, Naya, my niece. Old. Uh, shout out to her. Congrats on her and everything. It's a, happy you know, birthday. Birthdays are always good. Uh, that's when we sip champagne. But look, let me put this up here right now because I know we're going we're gonna to be talking real heavy, real deep tonight. Um, 301-857-1757 to join the conversation tonight. Man, tell, them, tell them what episode this is. This man. is episode 70. Episode wow. 70. And look, I didn't even get to tell you. We'll talk about it later tonight. But man, you know, our audience is growing in a major way, even on the podcast. So we opened it up to more channels. We got we got uh, fans in Alaska, fans in Russia. I mean, I, you know, maybe that helped Brittany Griner. I don't know. But we're here and we're alive. We're going to keep doing this because most importantly, we love it and we love to see y'all get involved. So um, where do you want to start, our, my man? Our arms reach, no pun intended, you know, the <laughs> arms. But, um, you know, we're going, to, we're going to talk about some things tonight. But, you know, if you don't know, if you've been under a rock, we are live each and every Sunday night on YouTube. So please check us out. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your pastor. Because the pastors are getting it in. We're going to talk about how the pastors are getting it in tonight. And, you know, come uh, on back. Come on back. I know we've been, um, you know, a little bit, I wouldn't say inconsistent, but not as timely as of late. But we're back, man. The boys are back in town each and every Sunday night until we tell you different. So come on through in the chat. Hit us up on a number. And let's have some fun, man. So what you want to do, K. Dizzle? Let's, 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 do, do, let's do sports and, and get it out of here. All right. 48-22 Eagles. That's all I care about. My man. Um, uh, but no, no, no. Um, Tampa Bay got Molly Watt, uh, you know. Tampa who would have thought? Was, who would have thought? Embarrassing. My girl uh, Shanae has so many puns on Purdy's name, <laughs> Mister Irrelevant. She was like, "Oh, he out there looking Purdy." <laughs> <laughs> she had she had her comedy session 
where she was going to town off his name. But I didn't think, man, that he was going to go out there. And I know there's, you know, 10 other guys on the field. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think my man, Terrific Tom, was going to go out like that. Oh, it was bananas. What's up, Adrian? Yeah, What's let's up, go. Adrian? Adrian? Like it was five, baby. That was an atrocious game. It was just a show of force, letting people put in the whole league on notice. We are not to be played with. Um, you guys were like you guys were like the only team besides besides the 49ers that handle business. Yes. Yes. Um there was a big showdown in Texas uh to see who owns that state and the one to one win team gave the gave the Dallas Cowboys a run for their money and they they barely won that game, you know. Uh, the Cowboys, the, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys just those. The Cowboys are the same old boys, man. You can have the most glitzed up, glamoured up stadium. You can make <laughs> all the money, all the money in sports. Jerry Jones can keep having pictures come out from the twenties, and they're still going to be losing games or winning games that they, you know, should be blowing people out. Like everybody mm-hmm. knew the Texans shouldn't have even been close today. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that says about the Cowboys as a whole, man. Maybe they should have stuck with your boy Cooper Rush. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they got tons of talent. They have no idea what to do. With. Shout out to my man Adrian. Hey, go back and log into CNC, man. I just, I just re-upped the, all my bases. It's crazy in there. But no, um, look, um, there's a lot of Adrian might be a young lady. That's a we don't know. No, I know, I know my guy. Um, oh. There's a lot of upsets today. I mean, Jacksonville taking down the Texans. Um, shoot, I wish I was. Really- who, who, who said? I didn't know that Detroit was going to be such a favorite today. I knew that they game, were going to that game against Minnesota. Like, like every every sports book was uh was saying Detroit was a favorite. All the lines were saying they were going to score a lot of points. And for some yeah. reason, I thought Kirky was going to come out and get it done. And my parlays were destroyed, yeah. man. My yeah, parlays were destroyed. Messed with Minnesota. You should have picked Detroit. Uh, Minnesota's not real. They're not real. Uh, Carolina came to be Seattle. Uh, I, we're still waiting come, on Deshaun Watson to come back. The Commanders had a bye week, and the whole playoff structure just shook in their favor because the Giants got molly whopped, and the Panthers came out and stomped the Seahawks. Indeed, indeed, they did. So, I mean, sports was sports was definitely interesting, especially football. Shout out to the World Cup. We got the quarterfinals on two, semifinals on Tuesday. Um, okay, does how long? As long as the World Cup, that shit feels like six months long. I thought it was going to be over by now. Shout out to Croatia, uh, shocking the world, beating Brazil uh, over the weekend. Um, The World Cup in in Qatar is still rolling. Semifinals are this week. Uh, I think it's Netherlands. Um, I can't. Don't don't get me started because I'm trying to get trying to get into it. Uh, But. Don't, don't expose. Don't expose. I'm not exposing. Uh, your, I'm your exposing soccer, my your soccer knowledge. And my soccer knowledge. Season. My football knowledge. I'm not going to do that. Just know they got games on Tuesday. But look, <laughs> look. Let's get into some quick rants before we talk about talk about what we want to kick talk it about. off, I, man. You oh no. Um, I know you wanted to talk about uh, Brittany Griner. Well, do you do you take do your hot take first, and then we'll really go on Brittany. Um, I don't know if I have a hot take per se, man. Um, I really don't because I think I, you know, those three strong topics that we talked about. I think it's going to pull the weight of of it all. I do. Well, well let's well, well let's roll because before we came live tonight, K Dizzle brought up a topic that I'm going to have fun with because <laughs> shit just shit just gets crazier and crazier by the minute, especially with this cannabis game. It's big business, uh, people. 
Multi, it's big business. Billion dollar business. And there's a line. Dollars. There's a line between the business and the laws behind it. And where you go with that cannabis is up to you. But mm-hmm. when you take it there, you have to know their repercussions. Everybody knows the BG story. Shout out to Brittany Griner. She did come yeah. home. I am always in favor of our people coming home. You know, let me start off by saying that. Uh, if you haven't heard of this story, something's wrong with you. But, you know, we had Brittany Griner obviously doing some time. She was set up to do about nine or ten years in Russia because she mm-hmm. has some vape cartridges. They just pulled off a trade. They being Biden and the government, the U.S. government, to trade uh, the Russian arms dealer. That that, that was mm-hmm. a, actually in a movie uh, a few years ago, but traded an arms dealer for Brittany Griner. You know, I'm happy she came home. I really am. You know, I don't know what the, the, the image is politically on the landscape of how people are feeling about it. I've been kind of seeing... You know, probably like a 60-40 reaction. Really, everybody's happy BT came home. But I have, even within my friends in my inner circle, a lot of people have been kind of split talking about, you know, America might have given up too much for the trade. Um, you know, nobody's ever always in agreement with the trade in anything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whenever you see a trade in sports, you even say, you know, somebody probably got the short end, short end of the stick, but... Let's talk about, you know, the trade and what's going to happen now on on the political landscape after this deal was made so public. Well, let's let's talk about this first and foremost. So it's twofold of this whole story. Right. Well, Brick, they, they traded Brittany Garner for a Russian arms dealer, Victor Boot, um, who coincidentally had five years left on his on his uh, on his uh, sentence. Five years left on the sentence. Yes. Bad dude. But they they decided to make the trade to get for Brittany Griner. Um, that people are mad about that for one. The second thing they're mad about is saying, "Well, we still have this other guy." Yo, appreciate you, Shotty. We still have this other guy named uh, Paul Whelan, who who's been in jail over there. It's a um, uh, one a U.S. Marine who's over there that got caught. Uh, I think I think he was doing some nefarious stuff too. But tired, tired of some espionage, uh, espionage stuff. Um, but he's been over there since 2016, mm. and uh, you know what? Well, 2016 or 2018, he's been over there for a while, and people are saying, "Well, you haven't got him back, and he was there first, and all that nonsense." Look, um, Brittany Griner was over there for one reason. Paul Whelan was over there for another reason, and they made the swap because they made the swap. You know what was more politically advantageous. And Brittany Griner was the politically advantageous person to swap for. Um, I'm glad she's home. That's, that's all I can say on it. You know, we don't know what this Victor Boo's going to do when he get out, but he's out. So it is what it is. Um, it's all about politics at the end of the day. It really is all about politics. You know, shouldn't have had a vape cartridge. Um, there was always going to be a left side and the right side of that story. But, but look, she's home now. Paul. We we hoping you get home too. We figure out something else. I don't know if we got anybody else to trade for you. Yo, Erica's in the house too. Oh, you I don't know, know it's gonna be. You know it's gonna be a good show it's when Erica McCoy slide on through. What's up, Erica? You know. So look, shout out to Brittany Griner. And you see, they cut all their locks off. She cut all her locks off a couple of weeks prior. She said she cut winter. them off. Yeah, she said she, she cut them off uh, to prepare for the winter, the upcoming winter in Russia, because you know it'd be crazy over there. Nene's in the building. What's up, babe? So what's up, Shanae? You know, um, my baby, shouldn't <laughs> The government did what they were supposed to do. Ooh, 
they did what they were supposed to do and brought her home. And 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 that's that. I, I have no other feelings towards that. So no, so like let's go back to that's why I was taking you to the next round while you uh get your get your visuals straight. Mm-hmm. But you know, is there is there a uh a backlash from the decision and the way it was played out? Like everybody's got an opinion on, you know, who they would have traded, what they would have done. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you said, the guy had five years left. He walks free in five years. You know, you have an opportunity to get one of the most influential athletes of all time mm-hmm. out of jail from doing a 10-year bid in another country. Um, I think you have to get her back. And I think ultimately you show weakness if you don't. I don't yeah. think I don't think the the US showed a level of weakness or um, you know, I don't think it was unintelligent for them to do that. I've saw I saw some athletes come out publicly on you know, social media platforms and say they're not going to vo- uh, vote for Biden. What's up, Indeed. Bianca? HCG in the building. HCG. So, so you know, I don't think people can. I don't think people have to feel different about Biden. Like if they don't want to vote for Biden again, so be it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to sum up uh, Biden's presidency over this decision. But you know, I think it was a good decision. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her family. Hopefully, she can stay out of Russia and never go back again. Get them locks back and do her thing. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, for everybody to come out and say it was a bad trade, we should have did this, we should have did that, you don't know what type of leverage you're – you don't even know how the communication was even going between, you know, the sources of Russia and America for that deal to be made. <laughs> you're, not vote, you're not voting again because of the student loans? Oh, you stupid. Look, I think they, they, they just saw an opportunity and they took it, plain and simple. You of know, it is, it is what it is. Glad that she's home. You know, it's a political situation at that point. You got one, the greatest WNBA basketball player of all time, you know, um, that got caught over there, you know, during those times. And so, you know, and it's just not even sure why you send out athletes to other country games. This opens the door for bad stuff like this. Well, here's the thing about the whole conversation, right? She, we weren't, we didn't send her over there. She went over there and she has been going over there to make a bunch of money, you know, additional money um, by playing in their leagues because the WNBA doesn't pay as, as the same amount as men make in the NBA. And that's a whole different conversation on on why they don't make that same money. Um, And people are upset about that. There's, there are some situations where you could say, uh, you know, equal, you know, equal pay is just, and then you can some set you can, there's some situations where you can say equal pay is unjust to, to either side. So yeah, no, they didn't send her over there. She was, she was, she's been going over there for years playing in the Russian leagues, making additional money, but check this out, but check this part of it out too. You know, look at, look at the time that the Russian arms dealer got for what he got caught up for, you know, the type of sentence that he got was what, like 10 to 15. So yeah. he so he got a ten to fifteen year sentence. Forgive me for not knowing the exact amount of time he got, but he got relatively the same amount of time here for being a prominent arms dealer, quote unquote, the merchant of death. Yeah, that she got for having three vape cartridges. So is it equivalent? Of course not. Like if if one of their you know uh, all time celebrity influencers came over here and got caught up with some vape cartridges. We would never get away with giving in ten years. That's just well. You got to remember that if you have never seen Locked Up Abroad, 
You have got to watch it. Okay. <laughs> I was just, my wife had it on, had it on this TV and this guy, they were talking about how these people got life sentences. One dude was got life sentence for being the driver, uh, of, of, a uh, from a murder scene. He got life sentence. He was driving the car. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't a part of it, but he, he drove the car that the, um, people who killed the person got away in. You know, oh, this situation will come back in 2024 election. Trump will probably host a rally show. <laughs> That's horrible. That's so bad. But, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, look, I think, you know, you got something for nothing. The guy had five years left, whether it's now, whether it's five years from now. It's not going to make a difference. He's going to get back to doing whatever he was doing. Um, the only issue is it's going to be a lot harder because you're still going to have more eyes on him. It's, you know, more trackers on him. So, look. Brittany, shout out Brittany Guy to come home. Um, greatest of all time in women's basketball history. She has Man, just go hop on. Look. Just go. Just go hop on the Orlando Magic and be <laughs> be their twelfth guy and get you a check because I'm sure they could use you. Oh my gosh! And call it a day, BG. Oh my gosh! Welcome home. She's just in time for Christmas. But look, the next thing I want to flip to. Okay. Next that how hypocritical, how hypocritical is that the U.S. with the biggest love for guns slander and arms dealers? Ah. Exactly, and that's been on ah. my mind too. That's that's kind of where I went because I left off the episode the other night with this. Uh, K does a couple of weeks ago when I was talking uh-huh. about all the viral videos of just people getting shot. Man, like I can't mm-hmm. I can't take it anymore. How desensitizing, you know? They're trying to get people to be like all these guns that people are walking around and just and just shooting is scary. Like you don't want to be out here and and just talk back and, and think you're gonna be fighting like you were back in the eighties and nineties because it's crazy. My man Arizona is going in <laughs> on who watches the WNBA and how bad the WNBA's product is. He said he would have left BG over there, period, messing around with the WNBA. And shout out to M Stu, man. That's our guy Mike from um, Enough Said. Shout out. To I talked to. I tried to. I've watched a few games of the WNBA. I've, I've watched a few games of the WNBA. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I've watched a few games. I'm not an avid watcher of it. But look, let, you ready to flip to this next one? Because I know it left you speech, speechless when you told me. Because you didn't hear about it. Man. <laughs> it's so, it's so dry. <laughs> so dry. That's the perfect thing. It is. Coming up. It's like, it it's is. So dry. It like is. You try, you try to give them a chance, and then when you get there and pay $40 for the same you meal you will pay at a Laker game, you're like, why am it's I hard. here? It's hard. The but highlight you're going to get is like a reverse so, layup. <laughs> Stop. So we're going to flip because you're going too hard in WMA. Look, if you are living under a rock, right? There is a pastor. Uh, there is a pastor of a well-known black church in the heart of Georgia, in the city of Atlanta. Okay, that um, well, passed the blunt in the pulpit. If you didn't know what the episode episode uh, episode title was, uh, but that wants to grow marijuana to um, attract. Hold on, hold on, what did you just say? It wants to grow marijuana, cannabis. Who wants to, to attract grow cannabis? People, the pastor. The pastor wants to wow. grow cannabis to attract more people to his church, to attract mainly black men, which is stereotypical. I ain't going to go there yet, but let's, let me pull up, let's pull up what this man actually says, what he says in his own words, right? Let me pull this thing up. Hold on. 
Let's go right there. And this is that this is what he does on the show. Hold on. Can we hear black church in America? And so my position to my deacons is why aren't we not raising cannabis? I'll be able to bring in black males. They're able to do it legally. Mm. I'm teaching them farming. Oh my God. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. Uh, th- th- this is the kind of conversation. So if the guy, black boy in Bankhead said, they grow weed at the church? Where do I join? Yes. I don't need no pamphlet for him. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, they smoke weed anyway. They smoke weed anyway, Shotty. I feel you, I shot you. That's my man, too, by the way. And churches do need more revenue, but certain things don't go together. And he just off the break said, I'm going to bring in black boys to come up in here. And I get it, man, but it's like like an easy, easy business move. And everybody's going to look at it from like, oh, you're giving these young black brothers an opportunity. And I get it. But it's like you praying on them to come in and basically work for nothing and be your, your cannabis growing slave. That shit's crazy, bro. Is it wait a minute, wait a minute. So you took it a whole different you took a whole different avenue I wasn't looking. So you talking about he's he's looking to get free labor from black men specifically to get in the church and and at the same time show them how to grow weed and cultivate cannabis and then give them, preach them the word of the gospel. He don't got to, he don't got to show them how to grow weed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I feel him, you know, I appreciate him giving more jobs and and, and boosting the economy and looking out for, you know, for young black men and everything and all that. But it just doesn't sound right to me, man. But it's like, Adrian said they think he just wants to use it to grow his congregation. It's big business, man. I I believe, I believe this has nothing to do with this congregation. I believe you believe absolutely nothing to do with his congregation. I believe this has everything to do with him wanting to go into that industry and that exactly because understanding it is a multi-billion-dollar industry that is that is on the cusp of blowing up before it becomes federally legal. And then, and then, and then um, once it becomes federally legal, then they can, it can be federally insured. Then they can put all their money into the banks and now it becomes taxable. And if you have a strong foothold in the beginning of anything like this kind of market, which is what it is, then you are already going to be ahead of the game. So I think it's just him wanting to go understanding that, hey, I've got a ton of land in Atlanta on this church property, which I don't have to pay taxes on. I want I can grow. I should start a cannabis business where I can grow and sell cannabis. Right. Grow and sell cannabis and and join within an industry so I can sell it. Right. But we use it. We use the church and and the and the. we use church and Christianity to mask and to say, okay, we're going to bring our young, our young black men who are already doing this illegally into the church and show them a better way of doing it. No, bro. No, 
No, that's not. It, it, it's that's capitalism not it. at its finest. <laughs> and and you, what you just said, K Dizzle, was so profound, bro. Like you hit it right on the head. I couldn't have said it better myself. Like mm-hmm. and, and 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 the earlier the better for him because all the regulations are coming. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're figuring out what's working, what's not working. They're gonna pull things back, even if even if he does get the uh, the green light. You know, who's to say in the next twelve months after that they might revoke it? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. The only reason why it hasn't gone fully legal yet is because they're trying to figure out the best possible pathway, because once it becomes legal, now you have to talk about expungement on a national national level, expungement in the release on a national level of all these convicted criminals um, of, you know, having marijuana or selling marijuana. Right. Having marijuana or selling marijuana had to be released from a, a whole nother institutionalized system, which is built based on profit. Right. Built based on profit back into the workforce and, and, and back into back into the community. So they haven't figured out how to start that, how to structure um, the expungement process on the on the back end of it, because keep in mind, once it becomes federally legal. And all this stuff becomes, and the business itself becomes federally legal and taxed. You've got a lot of people in jail doing a hard time for, yeah, ex- expungement and reparations. The, the price tag is. <laughs> so they, so it, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while um, before it's done, unless, unless the, unless the business grows too big and they say, we have to do this now. And then they'll figure, they'll try to figure it out on the back end. Did you hear? Did you hear in the video? Like and like Arizona said, um, you know, always coercing men and like how you know they painted their women. Did you hear the reaction that uh, Jamal Bryant got when he said that? Yes. You can hear yes. The, you can hear the women say, "Yeah, it's a hundred percent pandering. A hundred percent. Yeah. Get a man here. Get a man here and grow that weed. The, I, don't, just, I don't think there would be reparations either, Adrian, but." That's a whole nother conversation. Nobody's getting paid for the time they did over some weed, but they definitely got to get let out. Oh my gosh. They got to get out. They got to get out. Um, they'll probably, they'll just probably get there, you know, be released and then get expunged. Their records be expunged, but you know, 10, 15, 20 years locked up. Uh, you know how hard it is to reacclimate yourself back into society after being in the box for 20 years. I don't know. How, how does it, how does it, down. how does it make sense though for you to tell the people that, you know, the thing that people are doing 10 to 15 years for is okay. Now for you to walk into a store and walk out with that product. And it, it just, it's, it's just nasty. It's, it's P- nasty. It's nasty business, bro. Well, that's PTSD. That's PTSD on another level. You not even. We not even think about that part of it. Imagine doing fifteen years. Imagine. Or, imagine doing fifteen years because you have five bricks of marijuana in your car, and then it becomes legal, and now they get explained and say, "Hey, you can go. It's legal now." They just got to <laughs> hey, Arizona. They just can't figure it out yet. They got to figure out how they can make <laughs> oh it. How they can roll it out? Because you know what, Arizona, if they could figure out how they could roll that out, it would be. And I'm not going to say it on on YouTube. But how, so so getting back to passage Jamal Bryant, right? We we all see it as a plot, as a ploy, right? Um, but does it? How should we? How should we really react to him pulling this out? Pulling this out of the hat like this? How how should we really react as a community 
for him to pull it out out of the hat. Well, well, like you this. gotta you, you gotta understand, K, that there's like you said, it's big business behind it, mm-hmm. and and let's not like you know turn our backs to it like the church's business, mm-hmm. and they got to get people back in the church. You know, they just went through COVID, and a lot of churches lost a lot of money, just like uh, you know every other business yeah. front over the last five years. So what can we do now? Like you said, let's take advantage of all this land. Let's take advantage. Let's take advantage of this entire population that that smokes weed, that deals with weed. And let's try to go ahead and cut into the business. And then let's get some business advantages through through taxing, because, you know, whenever you get your big business involved, you can write stuff off, you know, better than me when it comes Mm -hmm. to the the big finance picture, because now you're not just one man. You're you're a whole church entity running running a whole farm and you can probably have 10 times more than that one man was so i'm sure they've got all the loopholes figured out and and it's all big business man but, but how should we how should how should this pastor be viewed as using this how, how are you gonna view him i mean at the end of the day you know pastors are human like we like we talked about before the show we've seen mm-hmm. pastors you know preach on sunday be at the club on wednesday you know, pull up in a Bentley on Friday, like they're human beings. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing, like you got to divide how you see your pastor because your pastor is not God. Right. So so you having this kind you saying all this stuff right now just takes me back to one of my favorite pastors in the world, which is the which is that New York pastor. Right. That has his his church is in like an old bodega. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. Well, that, that's, that's the first. That's the first part. <laughs> Wait, this is y'all remember that that pastor in New York that he was live streaming and he got robbed live on stream, right? The one that was all blinged out. They said the one that's all blinged out. You know, driving a Bentley or driving a Rolls Royce. Why did you got to do that and be a and pastor? Okay, stuff. does it? Um, and the church being a boat, being an old bodega. So <laughs> the dude, yeah, the dude that got robbed. So um, it just, it just gives you flashbacks of this guy, um, you know, talking about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, your pastor got so, issues if he turns into the dude that got robbed because he had a hundred grand on his neck. He had a hundred grand on his neck. So I look at Jamal Bryant the same way saying, you know, just packaging it up in a nicer format. Um and look, you gotta you gotta differentiate the message from the messenger a hundred hundred percent because the way that the way that it works from what I understand is that you can get a message from anywhere. It doesn't matter um, whether it be whether it be somebody in the pulpit or somebody somebody sitting you know sitting on a curb. It just doesn't matter. But you have to be cognizant and be able to un- to understand the difference and understand the discernment in between the messages and who's giving that message. So, you know, Jamal Bryant going and using this very stereotypical, stereotypical way of saying, I'm going to bring black men in off the street, which I know he's not doing it, meaning to do it to be stereotypical. He's just targeting the men that he, he feels that he needs to reach out to the most um, to come in and teach them and help them to grow this business of his, because I don't see a way that he's going to be pulling them in and giving them a percentage of the company that he built. <laughs> I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't see that happening. So, so Arizona Ron poses a very interesting question. He says, Hef, oh, you ever been in church high? 
The answer is yes. Absolutely. I think so. Absolutely. I think so. But I never smoked on church property. No, that's a whole different situation right there. Like and that's saying. the thing. Like the whole underlying <laughs> the whole underlying message of today's <laughs> episode 70 of the All Just Up Podcast is the line between the messenger <laughs> and the and message. Because I'm gonna give you a lot of messages each and every Sunday night at nine o'clock. And so it is in DC, but you can't hold us to everything because we are human. <laughs> so imagine he gets his cannabis mixed up. We already talked about this, man. A lot Come of people, on, gonna, a lot of people gonna be coming late, coming back in late from them video announcements, man. <laughs> video announcements gonna come on. <laughs> half the, half of them gonna go out. All of a sudden, Jamal Bryan gonna be like, "Ushers, I told you to get Gertrude. <laughs> I told you to pick up Miss Gertrude from the car. They didn't drop Miss Gertrude off at the door, and then it went back in the parking lot. Now in the back of the parking lot of church, you got a whole bunch of." You know, you a, lot of, a lot of cars uh, bunched up, a lot of smoke coming from the back <laughs> of the parking lot. People can't find their seat. People sitting out of place now at church on Sunday. <laughs> you got half the congregation going out doing the video announcements, hitting that new strain of Jesus piece that come out and not making the back in on time. They going, they going and sitting in Sunday school, <laughs> Sunday school down. They stand in the bathroom. They just they just all over the place. Old man, old man Warren gonna say, "Hey, hey, bitches, what you what you smoking on over there?" <laughs> and she gonna say, she gonna say, "Boy, that's that hallelujah. That's that that's that hallelujah pack." Yep, they're gonna be man. passing around. They're gonna be passing around three point fives <laughs> in the collection plate. Oh, uh, can you imagine having a top paper dispenser? Mm. <laughs> Next to the hand sanitizer at that church. That's just a whole different thing. That's whole that's all different. It's all so different. do you take so do you take his sermon the same? Do you take Erica, his Erica, the same? Erica and Shanae and all our other people in the chat, are y'all taking Pastor Jamal Bryant's sermon the same now? <laughs> because this is how he feels. Because we're gonna have another conversation in a few minutes about another messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a messenger? I consider him a blasphemer. Mm. <laughs> I consider him a, a blasphemer. I don't know. So you be um, judging, K-Dizzle. I ain't trying to judge. Look, Erica says she's not rocking with Pastor Jamal Bryant. He's been a joke, God damn it. She no, ain't so. showing up. Look, he's going to say, come to Bible study. You'll get 25% off on your order. <laughs> so now everybody's going to show up on Thursday so they can get their 25% off on their amen pack. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So you ready? So look, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks. Um, I think there's a there's a big reason why he left and went to um, Georgia. There's a Atlanta. reason. Why. There's a reason why, and everybody in PG County know why. The uh, land of opportunity, because he probably had warrants. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just they got people around here, you know. We snuffed, we snuffed it out. We snuffed it out, and so he had to make a move. But look, yeah, he had to get he had to get a new population of people to do. Business. He had to get a new population of people. Dang, you called him. I'm not going there. Going there. He a pedophile. I didn't know that. All right, so oh yeah, no, no. I had no idea. Do, you, not, do your Google schedules yeah, before you I'm start putting Google people shit. up on the uh, big screen. So so <laughs> so. All right, so this next one just just happened, right? Just this, happened. This next one. Is a doozy, all right. Mm. Um, what am I, what do I want to call him? Influencer extraordinaire. That's what I'm gonna call him. Derek 
the man, Jackson, has announced his divorce from his wife, Denia Jackson. After much prayer, counseling, and deep Kevin Kevin Samuels <laughs> is smiling from the grave. Wait, wait. It's what my man Arizona said off the break. My bad, Kate. Does wait, I mean no, you fine? <laughs> you fine? Has after much prayer and counseling and deep consideration, we've decided to separate and go our separate ways and file and filed for divorce. He says on the IG post. Now everybody that knows this whole conversation, the story knows this was the infamous uh, five-minute video that shocked everybody who knew what was going on with this fool. We broke it okay. down like uh, like 25 episodes ago. Broke it down 25 episodes ago. So he, he what was it? He got caught cheating? Got he got caught, caught cheating. cheating? Got caught cheating on his wife. Now, if you don't know who Derek Jackson is, Derek Mr. Jackson Mr. is... Mr. Man of the Year. Mr. Man of the Year. Um, I call him my residential... Um, black man basher because he would give out advice to women on how men behave and why they behave the way they do. Kind of like he, the opposite of Kevin Samuels. Uh, the opposite of Kevin Samuels. Okay. You know, Kevin Samuels gave you, gave women good information, but overall and uncut on, on why it is the way it is. Derek Jackson, on the other hand, just always took the opportunity to bash men and without without giving any other type of shape or side of any story, right? So just to give an example, let me let me let me pull this up, right? So that we remember really quick, you know, what this guy, you know, how this guy's operation was. You feel sorry? Why why do you feel sorry for this guy? I'm shocked, Arizona. I don't even know why you're so hold on. Literate. <laughs> like it don't matter if you put it on a skyscraper or a billboard or whatever. But then sometimes you can't teach a man your love language because he don't love you. He just enjoys you. Like basically he'll do loving things, but only so long as it's directly beneficial to him. Like say for instance, your love language may be words of affirmation. So he has no problem communicating and speaking to the queen in you and hearing out your thoughts up until your thoughts are holding him accountable or asking for clarity on the relationship. Then all of a sudden you nag and he don't want to talk. Or maybe your love language is quality time and he's down for those date nights and spending time on the phone or whatever until that quality time no longer benefits him sexually. You know, maybe you're not in the mood. Maybe you're grieving. Maybe he said something that hurt your feelings that he need to speak to. And that's enough to stop his efforts for quality time. That lets you know it wasn't love. It was just enjoyment. Or, or even if your love language is acts of service and he supports your dream and your business and he invests in you until your business and your dreams is taken off while his ain't. Then not only does the support stop, but he starts saying stuff like, oh, who you think you is? He starts getting insecure. That lets you know. And a simple way to understand the difference between love and enjoyment uh. is if he sabotages the relationship. Anytime you try to introduce accountability or reciprocity, that's not love. Those things should never be enough to stop the love that you're getting. And if they are, it ain't love to begin with. All right. It's hard for me. It's hard it's, for me to sit there and listen. To <laughs> That's what and I can't. I can't say that about a lot of people, but I really. It's really hard for me. Hey, hey, look! I'm cringing, letting it play. Right? I'm cringing, letting it play. But you have to remember, if you're not familiar, you have to remember who this guy is and what he stood for. He's the bonnet in he's the bonnet the bonnet woman's husband. He's the, he's the bonnet woman's husband. So let me go back to this, right? So the man basically he basically just man bashed every man in the universe 
just called him saying he can't understand your language because he's illiterate, which is retarded. I'm not going. I'm not going to go. And, and, and before and before you go and before you go, Kay, the one thing I do want to say and just touch on before you dive deep into this fool and what he did is that there's a percentage of people that actually eat this shit up, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's a percentage of women, black women especially, that see the image that he paints as a perfect man, as the man that they should be with. And it's scary because that percentage of people believe that that shit is true. And he shows time and time again, he shows time and time again, before you go, that he's not even that man that he portrays, that he paints out. And I think it's scary for whoever's following and listening to the shit that he says. Well, go ahead and uh, break it down, bro. Actually, he is—he is the man that he betray, that he portrays. He's the man that he's describing, which is the bad, which is the worst uh, part. Of it, which is the worst part of it. So let me give that. All right. So he, so he announces their divorce, right? Then he gets. This is right before he announces it. He gets caught on camera at Art Basel, wherever this is. With Shorty right here, who got who has the? Do you remember these outfits, the handkerchief outfits? Shorty looked like she got like the flea market, look the flea market joint with the you, nails and everything. Look, look, your man Rod called her a bottle girl. You said something about the nails. I didn't even, I didn't even peep. Let me roll up so y'all can see. The I can't, I can't trust no female that got nails like that. I told my girl. I, I can't approve of nails. Like, look at those points. Yes, I don't know that guy. But you would not surprise me if you stared, started a congregation. Mo, he sounds like he's talking in circles. He's absolutely he's definitely a hey, Mike. Mike, he's definitely talking. Absolutely in talking. And you know what? Like, hey, K, do you do you feel like I'm not trying to brag, but I feel like unfortunately I'm 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 gifted or cursed with the ability to sense bullshit. <laughs> do you do you feel like just listening to him talk in that last video? I don't know if it was his twang or if I can just see see his spirit, but man, he just comes off so fraudulent, man. So, so we you talked about that earlier. I think it's an innate talent that you learn, especially within the industry that we're in. Um, it's an innate talent. If you if you really hone your craft, you learn. You can be able to really read and see through people. So yes, if somebody is if somebody is um, somebody thinks full of shit. You can tell a hundred. You can tell very quick, very fast, just on a few words coming out of the mouth. Um, hundred, hundred percent. So. Adrian said, "I'll change my mind about the nails when she runs them down my back." <laughs> my that, that's funny as shit. <laughs> Definitely would have jumped him if he went Swan Road. You know, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been talking like that on Swan Road, Arizona. He's from. He's from no. Swan Street. He's from yeah. He's from the Midwest somewhere. But look. So this guy, the our resident man basher slash influencer, telling all these women all this crazy stuff out here. Never, never has nothing uplifting. It's, never has nothing uplifting to say about men. He ain't a, he ain't a, like a Sheldon Sloan. Like, man. like help me, man. I want to be yeah. like him. Can he help me? No, not at all. No, okay. not at all. So he just filed for divorce from his from his wife. His what? His wife he did what? I'm ten years filed for divorce from his wife. <laughs> For umpteen years after they were, you know, reconciling and doing all that other good stuff. Um, and um, it just, I don't think he has, look, it, this fewer words spoken have ever been so true. After she sat there on the internet and sat beside her man with that bonnet and was an army, was a soldier of love. 
she was a soldier of love. He files yeah. for divorce less than, less, than, less than eight months later. Michelle Devonnet again. So, oh, this this hurts my nerves so deep, so deep, because because of this right here. When we talked about this many moons ago, it was almost a year ago, wasn't it? Have it's had to be like episode twelve or something, something crazy. The mere fact that he allowed his wife to come on and do an apology video with a bonnet on, just like this. And got her hand, not, got her hand clutched up the way she, she can't even. She can't move her hand. It, 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 she, like she did, she got upset for talking about for talking about him. Um, oh, she did, no, she cursed her. She did give a shalala. You know, so I, I, she has her own issues. They have their own issues. There's their relationship. But when you when you become a person in the public eye, or you become an influencer based on the advice that you're giving everybody on the internet, and they're seeming to soak it up. And, and share it and show other people this bad advice that you're consistently giving out. Um, and you're not true to living what you're saying you're doing or living the advice you're giving out. So what you're saying is it's, it's bad business, even if you do got a percentage of people that's eating it up. Bro, you're a dumpster. You're a dumpster fire. You're an mm. absolute dumpster fire. A hundred percent. I think you. we should, we should, we should cross all of your videos out as propaganda <laughs> from from here on from here on out. That's why. That's why personally, it's 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 interesting for me to see people step out there so hard on on a line like they mm-hmm. can't be like like they're high almighty. You know what I'm saying? Like it's dangerous to play that game when mm-hmm. when you're living in the public and you're talking about how men ain't shit and men got to be this and men got to be that. But look at what you're doing, man. And you know it's almost better to not to not take that route with your content because you got to have that perfect persona all the way around. And rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. He never said he was perfect. He would mm-hmm. always give women advice on how they could elevate their level. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the thing. So, so what do we take from this, right? What do we take from we we talked about his fall from grace? I don't want to give him a whole bunch of airway. I'm saying you know, um, who are yes? What is be the careful way? But be careful again, like we talked about in the early episodes of where you get your information from. Like information is one thing. Are you investing? Are you investing into the messenger? Like some people buy into the person that's giving the message. Mm-hmm. Are you are you buying into Jamal Bryant, the man, because he's probably going to disappoint you somewhere down the line? Mm-hmm. If you buy into Pastor Jamal Bryant, the man, somewhere down the line, he's going to show you a side of him that you're going to be like, uh, I don't think I should do that. Right. So my biggest thing is listen to the word, take it for what it's worth, no matter who's giving it. And, and, and that's how you got to live your life. I, I will hope you're not a, a percentage of that population that just eats up what people say and take it as law because, you know, it's going to set you up for failure. Yes, that uh, look, they are human, and we don't know them. We don't know who they really are, what they exactly. really do, what, what they what they really uh, do. <laughs> on his, yes, he was a car seat guru. All his videos was in was in the parking lot during break. You're kidding, you're kidding me. I, you know, I don't know if he he was. It, he must have been a lot. He must have managed like a, he must have worked at Planet Fitness or something. He was just outside in the parking lot a lot. Oh, you talk about um, sitting in his car, sitting in his car. That's yeah. where he did most of his videos. But look. Um, 
we can say that we can say that you can, we can say that about what we do right but the one thing we try Absolutely. to make sure that we do is we we look at all different facets and all different angles from the conversation that we're having versus this is very direct and clear like the clip that i played that was like um you know chalkboard scratches to your ears because you understood that he doesn't really care in that one clip you can tell he didn't really care about women trying to figure out or trying to help their man grow because because they they we just took what he did or how he responded as he doesn't love you he only yeah. enjoys you exactly which is far from the truth right <laughs> which is far from the truth when every time i've watched that clip three times and every time i watch it i get more and more furious more and more upset because now i'm thinking well how many relationships that could have been salvaged did he did he freak really just destroy disintegrate and i was thinking okay well I'm not looking at his marriage and, and saying, oh, you know, good for him or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying, hey, here's another example of failures and how marriages fail and how and and you got to look at it and say, well, what made it fail? What was the reasons behind behind the failure in itself? I think it was just a choice. I knew I couldn't trust the way he spelled Jackson. <laughs> but like but like you said, K. Dizzle, Arizona says rest in peace, Derek Jackson. Right. Mm -hmm. And he spells it the J-A-X-N, not going to be your regular self, because it's a persona. Mm -hmm. and, and the scary part about it, Arizona, is a lot of these women didn't understand it's a persona. They took it mm -hmm. as like, oh, shit, this is my gateway to understand my man. Right. And all these women are getting bad advice from a bad leader. You're, follow you're following the leader. Mm -hmm. and, and as a society, we have to have more leaders and followers, just like they taught us in school, because... What type of person are you getting this advice from? Like, this man had his wife sitting up there with her bonnet on, you know, siding with him when he got caught cheating, only only to file for divorce. He filed for divorce, mm -hmm. you know, less than less than a year later. So, like, like I said, be careful who you get your information from. Even when I talk my shit each and every Sunday night on this show, like, I'm talking... You know, it might be based on some some of my views. You don't have to take everything I say as law, but the difference is we have an open platform. You can always come on, chop it up with me and Kate does in DC. Mm -hmm. But that's that's all I got with that, bro. So you said something. We need more leaders. Here's the other part. Here's the other side of that. Right? Um, you got to be careful who you crown a leader. Absolutely. You be careful who you crown a leader. We got a lot of other people that here that shouldn't be here. And you shouldn't necessarily should crown yourself a leader if if you don't have that real that real not to cut you off, but that real mm -hmm. that real care, that discernment, like you said. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, these podcasts and social media influence say anything, uh, anything, and people do follow them one hundred percent. You know, you gotta you have to be able to make yourself happy. If you can't make yourself happy, you never should truly make your significant other happy. That is so 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 true. Um, women don't know that they don't know that they're targeted because they spend the most money. Mm. Pandering to women is big business. Absolutely. If a person is speaking uh, a narrative that fits your belief, you will run with it. Absolutely, you will run with it. And so we go with what we feel at that moment, at that time in our lives that agrees with what we think, how the world should be or how it fits or how our relationship is going or because, what we think a man is. Because, because you, want, you can almost... Go ahead. No, I was just saying real quick, you can almost find that, that source of like the way people talk the way you want them to. Mm -hmm. So like Erica said, like you can you can pretty much go in and find that source. But, you know, 
That's all. Yeah. No, you you're gonna find somebody who's speaking exactly what you want to hear at any given time. And the problem is, once you start going down that rabbit hole, they start leading you and leading you in ways or circumstances, situations that you definitely didn't see yourself being in before. You start thinking a certain way, acting a certain way, and then that just removes a lot of the positive energy uh, or things that could be coming to you in your life because of your the change in you by just following down that following down that path. Per, another perfect example, Andrew Tate. I don't know if you know Andrew Tate. Yeah, you know, everybody's you know everybody called him toxic. He was toxic to a certain extent. He was you know he was uh, you know, but he got to a certain point where he got to a platform. And he felt like he could say whatever he wanted, and he said the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time. Or you gotta go. Happen. You gotta go. You gotta go. So look, man. Shout out! Shout out to um, shout out the two major things. Jamal Bryant uh, telling the truth, shaming the devil that he wants to start a cannabis business and masquerading as the, bringing the black gas pastor, gas, gas pastor. pastor, gas pastor, and um, shout out to Derek Jackson making a making a decision in his life to move on from his wife, which we may or may not agree with, but the decision was his and his alone. Now that now the now the angst just land just just sits on him to be. Who, he, who who is he going to be now? Now that we know everything. Now, now that we now that we know he's like the Muhammad Ali of <laughs> relationship experts because he can dodge all his situations like Neo in the Matrix <laughs> and still come back and talk like he has some education. He can get. pretty soon he's going to be able to do a what not to do video. Yeah, to see what you, see what Bianca said. This is the main reason why. Jamal I can't Bryant stand Jamal. This is the main reason why he left this area. He's figuratively gaslighting, <laughs> literally and figuratively gaslighting folks. He had to take a show on the road. He had to take a show on the road, and now he's found a way, like we talked about earlier in the episode, to put his foot in a big business and be the first to merge church and weed. First to merge cannabis, cannabis into... I mean, I'm I'm just thinking about it. The tax implications are are ridiculous because as a church, as an entity, you pay no taxes to the state or to the federal government, right? You pay no taxes. He's so, gonna find a way to pay no taxes. Now you have now you have a whole nother revenue stream that you don't have to pay taxes on. Well, it's not taxed anyway, but I mean, goodness gracious. That's business one on one. That man, oof, five hundred one c three. Him, him, and Creflo. <laughs> where's Where's Creflo at these days? I haven't, I haven't just, seen Creflo. I just ready to have a blunt during church. Oh my god! Hey, hey Bianca, <laughs> hey Bianca, you missed you missed when Arizona asked if I was ever high in church. He asked me that question earlier. That was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> look, look, um. Look, what, one thing that I love when we do this, we have a lot of interaction. We're trying to get back to a lot of the a lot of media, um, a lot of interaction, social interaction. We appreciate everybody who's sliding in tonight and brought their A game in the conversation and what we wanted to talk about. We're going to keep this thing rolling every Sunday. We are on episode seventy, my guy. Se- episode seventy. If you don't know, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We are on any channel, Apple, you know, 
any definitely higher church, plenty of times. I got the word better. I don't know if you got the word better. I think you just got to, you, you just left it on a high note. Uh, <laughs> but we, I mean, the choir, the choir sounded the better. Choir, off, off choir sounded off. better. We are on, um, you know, we'd love for all our Facebook people to come to YouTube, but you, you know, wherever it's easier for you, we'll see you there. Um, but all the links and everywhere we are are right here. Um, Man, church growing weed. Can you imagine pulling up to church and the and not only does it smell like a strain on the outside, but it smells like a strain on the inside? Why not? Smoking that hallelujah pack, man. That's only you usually you only, you only get that. You only get that like on Mother's Day. You only get that on, on Easter or Mother's Day. Uh and what's the other day? What's the other day you get that? New Year's. Those are the only three days that you'll ever get a hint of marijuana around church area. A hint. And that's the church in the hood. In the hood. Every other every other time, every other Sunday. Just imagine Eric, just, you know, a random Sunday and gasoline draws. Yeah, gasoline draws. You will be a member. Bianca says she will be a member. Oh, so you want you want your own Brian to come and bring a branch up here? Mm. He'll bring a branch up here. He knows people up here. But look, we love y'all. You won't even need a brochure. <laughs> you won't even need a brochure. Hey, maybe that's how we'll get our pod, uh, podcast to grow. We'll start hey, growing some, we'll start some growing ADs. Live. Hey, you skunk. Hey, hey, man, look. We're, uh, we're, we're live each and every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. You know about that. <laughs> the the All Dressed Up podcast on Instagram channel is 24-7. Please follow because news hits there. Uh, we got some new shit coming out. Please keep an eye out for us. I am Half Streams. You can find me everywhere at Half Streams. K Dizzle is K Dizzle DC. You can find him everywhere at K Dizzle DC. And um, before I forget, we got some merch coming soon, right, K Dizzle? Oh my gosh, we got some merch coming soon. We got an ACG hat, that ACG shirt that's coming. Don't worry, B. It's already in the works. I got some things popping. We're going we gonna to cut you in. Shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to, oh, so you're going to make me do a whole black business plug on my own black business right now. There shout out go. to info.com. This going to get a lot more of the stuff that's coming out of our apparel. Uh, look at this. Look at that hat. Look at that fitted right there. We, look we at coming. the snapback. We coming. We coming out here in these streets. Shout out to InfoApparel.co. You can go there and get some get some of your own stuff. We'll do your thing there. Uh, but we got a lot more merch coming. Uh, UNB, UN. UNB. I mean, I'd rather be home, hoodie. All that other good stuff. Look, you want <laughs> you, we got you. So a lot of good things on the rise, a lot of new things on the rise. And look, 2023 for have to blow up his blow up his YouTube channel and all that good stuff. More importantly, um, the podcast is expanding. We're on every channel available. We got fans in Russia, Alaska, uh, the Netherlands. We got West Coast, East Coast. We are moving and shaking. We love y'all. And we only do this because of y'all and because you show up every Sunday and make the conversation that more exciting and that more involved. We learn from you. We love you. We appreciate you. And where can they find us again, Hef? What time? Nine o'clock each and every, every Sunday, Sunday night, Eastern Standard Time. Join us, join us next week for the year wrap-up, man. We got some fun shit coming for y'all too. Some fun stuff, man. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. And you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all.